Hi there, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, it is Friday. I'm very happy this week is over. Yes. Um, lots going on. While we're waiting on folks to join, um, oh, how do I get that off the screen? I'm reminding people that Cooped Up is my website. You can visit that at any time to just check out what's going on there. Um, I'm Cooped Up is my handle in all the social places. I love a follow on Instagram in particular. And wherever you watch, listen, whatever to this, click the bell, the subscribe button, whatever, so that you uh, follow along and don't miss a minute of it. All right. Well, with that, let's get rolling. Hope everyone's doing well. My mother is not joining today, so someone can say hi ahead of her. It's okay. You will not be breaking the rules. Um, <clears throat> what a week is all I have to say. What a week. I'm sorry I was not here yesterday. Just had like... Five Brazilian million kajillion things come up in like the last three days that I'm having to deal with now. Um, just one of those weeks. Nothing was terrible. Well, there was some not great things, but nothing was like devastating. Hey, Sam. Um, the Like, for example, you know, por ejemplo, in my PR firm, I lost two clients this week. Two of my, my very smallest clients, but two clients. And I'm worried about it being a downward slide. They both left for the same reason, money, not because of any work thing. I did win another client, though, but it's a project client that doesn't quite make up for it. But um, it's just one of those things that it kind of like rattles you. Um, and then had a client that I had to handle there. They did some layoffs and I had to handle that, too. So that's where we are in the world these days. I am worried that we are talking ourselves into a recession. And I'm not here to do that. The numbers are all over the place. No one knows what's going on. One indicator says doomsday. The other says everything's okay. So I don't know. So anyway, the um, let me put my phone on. Do not disturb while I am right here. How do I do that? There we go. Um, the uh, anyway. So I'm hoping that this week ends on a really really high note. And you know what? A high note. I would love for it to end on a one point three. A $1.28 billion high note. That is the new amount, y'all. That is the new amount for the Mega Millions lottery. $1.28 billion. I think I said million a minute ago. Billion. I don't even know. So this has got to be it, right? I think it's now at this point the second largest lottery prize in history. Um, I think it was going to be the third, but it keeps getting added to. Like I get... I get texts from the Texas Lottery Commission about these things. I've only done it for like three weeks now. I just want to keep up with it. I'm playing the numbers. I got my tickets. This week I did, I doubled my bet. I did my regular numbers, 2, 6, 12, 14, 26, and Powerball 8. And then I did a quick pick also. You never know. Here's, do you want to hear what's insane about all of this though? The, um, the store, most people don't realize this, the store that sells the winning tickets, or actually any winning tickets at all, a, a store that sells a winning lottery ticket of any size gets a 5% commission, about a 5% commission on the winnings. So, por ejemplo, in this case also, the um, if one ticket was purchased, and it came from one store, if one is a winning ticket and it came from one store, that store owner would get, at last, well, actually, I haven't updated it to see what, um, hey, Google, 
What's 5% of 1 million? Uh, stop. The answer is 50,000. <laughs> I did it wrong. Uh, hey, Google, what is 5% of 1.28 billion? The answer is $64 million. $64 million. Y'all, picture that. The person, sorry, that was just made for TV right there. No, no, it was not. The, 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 if, if a single store sells a single ticket that is the single winner, that's a lot of singles, I get it. But whatever, whatever happens, whoever wins the lottery tonight, if someone wins it, the places where they bought it, will, uh, so if it's multiple winners, will get a 5% cut of the Mega Millions thing, which equates to about $64 million. I'm thinking we're about to have a really rich convenience store owner too. And hopefully it's not, well, actually I do hope it's 7-Eleven because that's where I bought my ticket. Um, but man, can you imagine that? I mean, that life-changing as well. And I don't, and my 7-Eleven is corporate owned. It's a, it's definitely a corporate owned store. It's right here. It's like their Taj Mahal of stores. It's their test store, global test store. But man, can you imagine uh, just selling the winning ticket? Like you, you're a big winner right there too. So yeah, a boy can dream, right? Do you have any questions or anything you want to talk me to talk about? I have a very light list today and I've already, actually, I've already gone through most of it. So um, I may need your help carrying the show today. Because, again, busy week. I literally just walked in the door. Now, granted, some of it wasn't work. But I was doing work at the same time. I had a um, I had a 2 o'clock hair appointment. I'm sorry, 3 o'clock hair appointment. And right before that is when I found out about the my company, my client doing layoffs and needing a, a quote for the media and all that kind of stuff. So I'm getting my haircut, thinking about it. Then I go get in the Jeep and immediately, because I'm in the Jeep still, because my car's still in the shop. Two months later, my car's still in the shop. Um, typing on my phone, trying to come up with a quote to to send, send it for approval to, for the CEO and all of that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, I drive to the liquor store because it is not a school night, so daddy's drinking, especially after this week. I have been trying not to drink on school nights just to give my liver a rest, not because I think I have a problem. But the, um, and then, uh, and then get back in the car, do some things. So basically I'm, I'm conducting all my business from a hairdresser's chair, Jeep front seat and a liquor store parking lot. <laughs> I didn't say I was proud of it. That's just the truth. Um, do y'all like my new bracelet by the way? So tennis bracelets are all the rage right now. I don't know if you knew this fashion wise. And um, so I got this one. It is CVs or CZs. I, I'm not buying real diamonds for, for fashion. But Cutie Pie Little, I think it was like 60 bucks on Amazon. Um, it's really hard for a man to find a tennis bracelet. Though you have to find a really long one. Like this is an, I think this is an eight and a half inch one. Maybe eight inch. I think it's eight and a half inch. Um, so it needs to be a little thing. I stacked it yesterday with another bracelet. But today I'm just wearing it all by myself or all by its little self. It's really pretty, right? I've got lots of compliments. Um, what else? Again, help me carry the show today, folks. I need some topics because I am out of things, uh, to talk about, but I, um, I did have one thing I know ever, cause I posted about this yesterday. I know everyone is getting these spam texts right now. I cannot. So if you're not, and you need have, if I don't know why you wouldn't be, but everyone's getting these. And it makes it seem like they're your friend, like, hey, it was great hanging out last night or whatever. Like, I got one 
what did it say? Um, it said, uh, of course, now I'm not going to find it because I get so many texts in a day. Um, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, maybe I deleted it already. Um, it said something like, um, oh, I got one on Wednesday. It says, hey, not trying to bother you, but are you the owner of, and then it actually has my home address. My twin brother and I, really random, like that house and would like to make it our first rental home. What are your options at for, uh, are you, are your options accessible to let go of it? And I, that one I did reply to, I said, I am, but it's, I am the owner, but it is not for sale. It's also a $2 million house. So not typical rental house <laughs> inventory. And, um, the other thing is so, and then I get others like, just like, Hey, it was so fun hanging out with you the other night. And I'm just not answering those because I just can't even figure out what they're trying to do. Like, what's the end game? My guess, so some people are like, well, they can get control of your phone. I don't believe, I I don't think someone can get control of your phone just via text unless you actually actively do something. Like, unless you click on a link or provide some sort of information. I don't believe that that is possible. But the... Um, uh, uh, I'm guessing that they're preying on people who are either too polite, who are like, well, I can't not answer and not tell them that they have the wrong number. I'm like, bitch is going to find out at some point. Um, at first, actually, I thought it was someone giving out my phone number in, as like a fake number and people texting it, meeting somebody at the club and then texting me about it. But it turns out I'm not that special. Um, but the... Uh, so I'm like, what, what's it? So someone lonely, someone old, someone too polite. So trying to just get information. I, I don't know. that That's the only thing I could think. Otherwise, what a fucking waste of time. Unless they're also just trying to verify a phone number. So this is probably the most likely thing. For spam calling, they're trying to verify if numbers are actually correct and purging or adding numbers to a verified list maybe that's the only thing i can think of uh, aside from more nefarious things because what are you going to get out of just saying nice hanging out with you the other night um aaron is saying i receive 10 phone calls a day and no one is ever on the other line what's the point yeah i guess aaron you actually have to answer so i may get those i just never answer my phone um unless i actually know who's calling you as a as a person in sales specifically home sales and in this market my guess is that every phone number could potentially be your next client or your next home sale or someone selling their house or another realtor or something like that so you have to answer the phone so you probably that's got to be really really annoying if you have a job where you have to answer the phone um beth is reporting in i got a spam text that they have video of me doing something x-rated and they will release it unless they get a thousand Bitcoin. I replied a video like that is worth a billion Bitcoin. So I know it's fake. <laughs> I'd be like, girl, release it. There's nothing that you could put out there of me that I haven't already put out there all by myself. I will tell you, I know for a fact that there's no X-rated videos out there of me because I've never done that ever. I have lived my life for the most part. There might be some some exceptions here and there. But I've lived my life for the most part thinking that I was going to go into public service someday, that I was going to be 
governor of Texas, a senator or something like that. Now, I no longer have those aspirations. I could be convinced, but I generally don't have those aspirations anymore. Um, but I still like I never I never have videotaped myself having sex or doing anything sexy. I'm not really good at that whole sexy thing anyway, you know, like I'm a typical white guy when it comes to that. No photographs, nothing. Probably the only naked photos of me are pictures that my mom took. <laughs> that sounds wrong. My mom, let me finish <laughs> pictures that my mom took when I was like in the bathtub when I was like six months old or a year old or something like that. So that's, that's it. That it is important not to pause in the wrong parts of telling a story, folks. It's like punctuation is important. So is flow of a sentence, man. Um, Claire actually got on her Apple watch, which is a cellular Apple watch. She got a text of some knockers some, um, um, on, on her. And it was when school was in session still. And she grabbed, so I picked her up from school. She didn't have her watch on. She threw it at me and she was like, I never want to see this thing again. She was so mortified. And I'm like, so here's the, I guess this is something that comes with age is I am. So it's also, it's also very, very difficult to embarrass me generally. Like I'm nearly impossible to embarrass. Obviously, I have no shame, but the um, my thing is I will almost never be embarrassed by somebody doing something to me, sending me something that I may not have seen. I might be embarrassed for them because I actually do get embarrassed for other people, like people doing things like that. Um, but like I get really embarrassed for people who are on like practical joke shows. I cannot stand practical jokes like on video, anything like that, where someone may react in a way that they never would have. And it's a joke. And then they're like, oh, not really. And you're like, now you're making them look like a jerk. I don't like that sort of thing. But um, you sending me a picture of your business, that doesn't embarrass me. I may, it probably didn't impress me either, but it definitely does not embarrass me. But, you know, kids, they get embarrassed by that sort of thing. Because um, then she's the girl who got the knockers on her Apple Watch, I guess. Um, I was like, let him do it again, Claire. I will respond to them and notify them that you are a 12-year-old. She was 12 at the time. You are a 12-year-old in Texas. And it is highly illegal, both in the United States and in Texas specifically, for them to be sending you stuff like that. So um, Aaron thinks that the person asking me about my house being a rental is a realtor trying to get my listing. Yeah. I, where would we go? Here is the thing about home sales these days um is so we do get hit up a lot people asking us if our our home would be for sale if we would consider it blah 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 it's going to take a lot of money to get me out of this house one first of all we've lived here forever two i love my house very much it's a beautiful old house it has its problems we got some windows that we need to replace because like the they're single pane or the ones that are double pane that have been replaced before starting to lose their 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 um, transparency, really. I mean, like the the double pane part is maybe like compromised. It's really that. Like that's the kind of stuff that, yeah, we need to fix it. I want to turn my backyard into an arboretum of sorts, botanical garden. That's other. That's something else. But here's my bigger thing: is if I sold my house for a reasonable, like actually, like market value which I would not, it would have to be well above market value. But if I sold my house for 
market value. Where would I go? Like everything I would want would actually, I wouldn't, it wouldn't keep the money. So we bought this house so cheap 13 years ago. It was when this neighborhood was just finally starting to hit a tipping point and go from just gays and grays to everybody loves Kessler Park. Um, and so I, uh, we're like, where would we go? Because everything we would want would cost as much as the money that we got. And so the equity thing would be like, like it wouldn't make any sense. And I love our house. We're on half an acre. We have no one across. We have a park and a tennis court and a golf course across the street. We're on a curve, so we actually cannot see any of our neighbors. It's in, in, in the back. We're on a hill, <laughs> at the bottom of a hill, so it just looks like forest. It's wonderful. I should invite you all over sometime. Um, but anyway, yeah. I couldn't do it. But I see, I mean, we have tons of friends who are selling and moving. We have numerous people that we know who are moving to Waxahachie. Y'all, I'm telling you, if you follow if you follow where the gays migrate, the gays, uh, you know, we're known for gentrification. There's two areas in Dallas or Dallas area specifically where I'm seeing a lot of them go. A lot of them are going south of where we are. They're going down to like Loop 12 which I think is also known as, is that Keist at that point? Um, maybe Ledbetter, I can't remember. Loop 12 and 67 area. So down there, so west, of, so north of Redbird Airport, west of uh, 67, but just north of Loop 12, like a few blocks. That Tons of gays are moving there. because They have big lots, creeks, all that kind of stuff. And then Waxahachie. Lots of people moving down because it's kind of like a small town. It's not suburban though. Like it's not it's not suburban in the way of like everything is just the same. It's not just like a, 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 a raisin canes and a Popeyes and a this that and the other on every corner like that. They have H E B. Everyone loves the H E B. I'm kind of like eh, it's nice enough, but anyway, Waxahachie is cute. I just don't want to live down there. I like living really close to them. We're like first exit outside of downtown. I love it. Um, what else? Help me out here, folks. I'm running out of stuff. Um, if you thought, by the way, I finally posted some Alaska photos, but I put them on my personal thing, which is open for anyone. So if you look at um, the, if you look at there, you can see some of my Alaska photos. Here's the thing about my Alaska photos. They are stunning, but they are disappointingly flat to me compared to what we saw with our very own eyes. Alaska is that beautiful because like those photos did no justice. We saw a rainbow and Judy, I see that you just chimed in. Yes. We saw a rainbow, the brightest rainbow I have ever seen in my life. And it was over the water when we were on our whale watching thing. We saw the beginning of it. We saw it go all the way over and come to an end like that. Like that is, it was, like a full rainbow. It knew we were on the water. Um, what happens if you try to get closer to a rainbow? I'm guessing it goes away because of the way you see, like your angle of light. Like maybe as you get closer to it and you, I don't think you can get into a rainbow. Can you? Let's, let's make this a Bill Nye Science Guy episode. Also, can you step into a rainbow? I believe you cannot because the rainbow is created by the refraction, refraction of light hitting the water particles above the water or in the air generally. And depending on where you're standing, the rainbow may look like it's in a different place. I could be wrong. That is my theory. I wish I could test it. So 
Um, Aaron, I know. They love the gays in Waxahachie. That is one of the things, too. I'm like, why would you move there? It's so conservative. Like, and it's kind of, it's still real country in Waxahachie, if that name doesn't tell you already. So my guess is that these are the risk takers. So there is that. And then maybe safety in numbers. Like maybe if, if we all start. So I still, one of my dreams, and I will do, the, if I win, if I win the lottery, this is a promise I make to you, everybody. I want to effectively buy an entire town. Not not all by myself, but if I have to, I will. If I have $1.3 billion, it may be something I do. The I still have a dream that I want to get enough people together that we find some seaside town or mountain town or whatever. I want it by water, so maybe a nice river or something too. Um, we find some town that is down on its luck, that has good bones, and we just we just gentrify the shit out of that. So we get enough LGBTQ people, we get enough allies, we get enough open-minded people who want to pool our money together, and we just go in and we find a town that no one else has taken, they won't bat an eye, an eye at, and then we just uh, we just take over, buy houses for cheap, set up little cafes, all that kind of stuff, and turn it into, and then you know what? We all are sitting on a gazillion dollars worth of property, and we have our wonderful little hamlet. Sounds kind of like a commune, though. Um, I don't know that it's where I would want to live full-time. I think that I would want it to become like a province town, sort of, like a... Um, a big Airbnb market, perhaps. Just cutie pie. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I, uh, we're going to Detroit. Let's do it. Detroit. So shut up, Aaron. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. Detroit has always been like at the top of my list. And now Detroit's getting hot again. Like people are loving Detroit. But I have all, I have been looking at Detroit for like 10 years. I just will like have a couple of drinks and then go on to realtor.com or Zillow or wherever like that and just start looking at listings in Detroit. And I'm like, Todd, we could buy an entire block of these gorgeous like row houses. Like, and some of them been torn down, some of them, but they, they look like they're beautiful, like like New York street kind of things. You can buy a fucking block of them for like $100,000. There is a reason for that. But if enough of us buy a hundred... If I buy a block, you buy a block, you get a block, you get a block, you get a block. I'll do that if I win the lottery. Um, we could really transform it for like no money at all. But now people are catching on and prices have gone back up. Now, I think they're still kind of low. But And Detroit's on the Canadian border. It's on like, we actually have a friend who, or, or someone we know. I wouldn't call him a friend. I, don't like, I actually don't like him very much. But who um, lives just around the corner from us that he and his husband bought a like estate on is that like michigan what lake is that whatever lake it is uh one of the great lakes there also a wonderful idea because it's like the ocean but it has no salt the best um but like the um he, they bought like an estate for like three hundred thousand dollars and i'm talking about an estate like like taylor swift's blank space video like uh something out of Downton Abbey, like maybe not quite that big, but you know, like something like where, where Oprah could have lived there kind of thing if it were nice. <clears throat> they bought it for like, again, like $300,000 and are redoing it to be their summer estate. And it's on the water. It looks so good. 
So let's make a reality show. I just learned that someone I went to college with, because we're planning our reunion and stuff, she and another person I went to college with have started to or have, I don't, I think they've had it for a while, a TV and um, movie production company. She was like, you should have your own show. I was like, hmm, maybe. We'll start with the book deal first. Um, hope they don't listen. They just found out they're not liked. <laughs> <That'd> be, <laughs> I promise you they don't watch. And I also promise you they know. Um, I'm So I don't know if the Botox has made it much easier to see my reactions or less easy to see my reactions. Because I just kind of, I'm very nice, but I telegraph, unfortunately. Um uh, Aaron saying, I need to live in a place where I'm accepted. My mouth would get me in trouble in Waxahachie. You said what? Same. I have the benefit of being a very large person. Being six and a half feet tall, blonde, white, blue eyes, nice car, all of that. There's a lot of privilege that goes with that. And so I think that I can go into situations and be kind of like boss hog and, and no one bats an eye at that either. Because I'm also one of those people where... You know, I'd move to Waxahachie, and I'd end up being fucking mayor of Waxahachie, because I always end up in charge of everything. And I don't mean to. I think I'm a steamroller. People tell me that sometimes. So, um, but yeah. Um, and that's, you know, in Waxahachie's defense, it is kind of close to the city, so I don't know. Judy's saying, I love the idea of living in a town like Johnson City or Blanco. Yes, it's so cute. Just don't move to Marble Falls. It is the worst. My grandparents lived in Marble Falls, and it was so cute when they moved there. But Marble Falls has gotten just way too big. Like, so much traffic through there, and they've done a terrible job of controlling it. And it's just it, it's car lots everywhere. There's, there's, like, no beauty to it at all anymore. They lived out um, – they didn't live in um, – they didn't live out in Horseshoe Bay. They lived in a place called Meadow Lakes, which is in between – it's it's on that same lake, Marble Falls or whatever, but it's it's kind of out a little ways. But yeah, uh, that area though is gorgeous. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, you know there is some sort of there is a little romance to kind of living in a smaller town, like everybody knows your business. I'm I'm not a private person, so that doesn't really bother me that much. Like I have a friend who lives. This is a good example. So I have a friend from elementary school actually who I've stayed in touch with all these years. Kara Castello, Kara Shockley is her name now. She is the State Farm insurance agent in Ennis, Texas. Um, her dad was our insurance agent when I was growing up, and then she took over the practice and moved to Ennis. It looks so cute. And I mean, granted, she's kind of curating it. Um, but like Ennis, Texas has a festival every fucking weekend. I kid you not. They have a polka festival, and they have a kolache festival, and they have a flower festival, and they have a... Summerfest. I mean, I feel like every weekend there's like some sort of like, like cheesy small town, like idyllic, like festival, antique show, arts and crafts festival, festival, which I am a sucker for an arts and crafts festival. I love arts and crafts. I love making things. I love buying things that were homemade. When it comes to like crafting, I'm like, or making things, I'm like, why would I pay $30 for something when I can spend three times as much, take three weeks to do it and make it myself? <laughs> That's my philosophy. Because then I can tell people, oh, I made, you know that, because like in our kitchen, the Roman blind in our kitchen, I sewed that myself. It looks gorgeous. 
probably cost four hundred dollars <laughs> because of the fabric and the time, and, and that's not even counting like my billable hours. Um, but yes. Uh, anyway, let's find us a town. Aaron, do you want to be the official realtor of the gay gentrification of a, a, a small town? I would love it to be on water of some sort. And again, it can be on a river or a lake. Um, I would like it to be a place that is not a, a bazillion degrees right now. Like I followed this. Um, do you follow like old cheap old houses? It's a, it's an Instagram. It may be on Facebook also, but cheap old houses is this one Instagram feed that I follow and you see it and you're like, Oh my God, I can get like this, this Georgia mansion, like old style, like, with the, again, the small town has always says, you can tell where the mayor used to live. You can tell where the county doctor used to live. You can tell where the veterinarian lived, the school superintendent. It's all the houses with the big columns, the two-story balcony. It sits a little higher there. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I want a town like that. But on this cheap old house as you see it, and you're like, I can get that for $78,000? And yeah, the inside's rotted out. But usually it's got good bones. Usually the floor is nice, just needs to be refinished, all that kind of stuff. But then you look at where it is and you're like, oh, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. And that's why it's cheap because nobody wants to be there. And sometimes you see them and, and you're like, oh, it's a little bit warmer there or cooler there. That's in Pennsylvania. You know what? Pennsylvania is hot as fuck right now also. <laughs> Pennsylvania is not someplace I would want to be in the summer because it is also very, very humid there. And the people outside of the big cities are kind of, um, but yeah, I love, I love those things. Um, I saw on a Chip and Joanna episode, I think it was the only one that they've ever done outside of the immediate Waco area. They did one down in Hillsborough, Texas. And for those of you who don't know where that is, that is where I-30 East, which is I th- or I- I-35 East, which is the one that comes through Dallas and I-35 West. They come, they split, and they come back together above and below the Fort Worth, Dallas-Fort Worth uh, metro area. The southern split down there, there used to be a big outlet mall that was all the rage. It's gone away pretty much. But Hillsborough is this little town. It's got the cutest, like, wedding cake courthouse down there. It's one of, like, the most iconic. It's so beautiful, the courthouse there. Um, and it's got this thing. Well, these people bought this house. Like, this was early on in Chip and Joanna's Fixer Upper thing, like, maybe maybe season two, this couple, um, and it was actually a mixed race couple, black wife and white husband, I believe, or maybe it was, they were both black. Either way, it was people who don't probably don't normally live in Hillsborough. The, um, they bought this house for like $20,000, something ridiculously low. And they redid it. It turned out great. It looked beautiful. The downside is it's next to another $20,000 house and next to another $35,000 house. So um, but cute. Hillsborough is a little too far and there's nothing there. Um, Lake Whitney is kind of close, but you'd have to be on Lake Whitney. Um, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I would, that is the number one thing I would do if I win. I'm going to follow end with this. The number one thing I would do if I won $1.3 billion or even half of it, hell, even a quarter of it, I would give a shit ton of money to my kid's school so that we could get that project finished, opened everything on the wish list, buy all the property around it, turn it into the big full campus, basically realize it's like 50 year plan, like in two years, um, would do that. Um, and then I would, uh, try to buy town. Some shit's 
Not Schitt's Creek by town, though. God, can you imagine? But even that, that's a cute town. They play it up in the show. Anyway. All righty. Well, with that, I'm going to say bye. I hope you have a great weekend. I love you. It's important to know you are loved. Uh, I love that you watched this. Thank you. I, I missed you yesterday. Thank you for letting me miss out yesterday. And um, this weekend, we were just doing laundry, staying in the house, staying cool. I cannot imagine, Aaron, you having to show houses in this weather. It sounds terrible. I'm glad I do not have that job. And um, we are just going to make the best of it. I think Todd, is, Todd, for some reason, keeps talking about going uh, indoor skydiving with Mason at iFly. I think we have a gift certificate or something. Not sure about that. I'm not doing it. I don't have the core. I think I would just fold in half when it goes off. Um, <laughs> make a video of that. Um, alrighty. Well, with that, I'm going to say bye. Um, I will see you on Monday at 4.30 for another episode of Cooped Up Live, should I say. Talk to you later. Have a great weekend. Love y'all. Bye.